sir. Hello. This is uh, an artist such as myself shouldn't have to uh, put up with this behavior. The diva, Jared. He's over there. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, flashlight. Ooh, we don't want to interrupt that, but that should be over quickly, unless he likes to drag it on. I wouldn't. I would think the shame would set in too quickly. <laughs> I think but. that once you pass a certain point, though, of like buying a flashlight and the Oculus and the whole nine, is there really shame? Hmm. I think I might use some of this material. So I'm recording. This. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I know better than to ever. <laughs> call you without recording it. <laughs> the scotch on the rocks. Please, any scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. I'm drunk on! I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. What is the difference in uh, the old-fashioned way of pleasuring oneself and then acquiring, um, I guess, the latest technology, the latest and greatest to do it? Because I think it's the financial investment. Like, that's, that's a commitment. That's a, to the shame? I mean, be, be, that's like saying... So for the rest of the world, we invest in dinner, dates. <laughs> so the rest of the world is everyone but our missing co-host. That's what you're saying. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. You know, and there's the the Joaquin Phoenix and her. You know, he's he's investing in this big game system, or so that he can uh, choke his leg neck out with a cat or whatever it was. My point is, I'm trying to remember the last time there was shame with that particular sex act for me I, we're well past that now now it just seems like you know brushing your teeth or something like it's just something that has to be done as long as you clean up and you don't, don't go full teddy you know just leave it <laughs> on the belly <laughs> maybe he was looking for a shared experience there maybe that was like a sledgehammer <laughs> to his wife's head like hey <laughs> we need to have a talk <laughs> I think there's better ways to do that. That's pretty direct to me. <laughs> I mean, it's still passive aggressive in a way, but you're going to you're going to have a conversation there. There's no let's talk about it's this later. It's like uh I went to uh to the DC Zoo months ago. They were letting people in and one, it's one of the saddest places on earth. All of the animals are just crying for help. It's just weird. In it's that particular a... zoo or just zoos in general? Yeah. I've, well, zoos in general. And I understand the need for zoos because conservationalism, you know, it's not even a word, but, you know, the conservation of animals is weighed against taking them out of their environment and having them in these kind of penned areas. No matter how luxurious they look from our vantage point, it's still a small area compared to, like, the, the vast areas that they're used to, right? I mean, so, I guess you could make the argument. And I'm not making it because I—I'll be honest. I've never really thought too much about. Oh, there's Jews. right there. Um, because they argument made that it's a marketing push to get future generations invested in these these animals. Even the breeding aspect of it, like the conservation of like 
the bald eagle. You know, mm-hmm. you bring him back to life and back to, you know. But so we were in the D.C. Zoo and I've never been in a zoo like this where um, there is a giant structure within its enclosure and it goes up like a good 30, 40 feet. It's for the it's for the orangutan, and then it goes over the open walkway where the people are working, right? So, mm-hmm. and then it comes down in another enclosure. So he's technically, I mean, he, if he jumped down, he jumped to his death because it's concrete at the bottom where we where the mm-hmm. pedestrians walk. But above, I mean, he's right there. So it just reminds me of the time Tendril Teddy's. If that's his intent, the time that I was at the DC Zoo and the orangutan, we my me and my family and kids and. And lots of tourists sitting there in the crowd, sort of watching. So obviously distant. Mm-hmm. Um, Tang is crawling over the top, just stops, pauses, looks down, and just drops a massive deuce into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his sad ass was making a making a statement there too. Maybe that's maybe you're right. That's what Tangible Teddy and the orangutan were trying to get after. I've got video, by the way. I could share. I mean, in a strange way, I guess I'm glad that's the bodily function that he was uh, performing above your head as opposed to just whipping it out and <laughs> jerk it off into the ground. Possibly to his death if he <laughs> loses his grip or gets too excited. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? He just, <laughs> you know, he has that moment of weakness that we all have. Uh-huh. You know, it lasts about half a second and then right. you're thinking about podcasting again and he just loses his grip and just falls to his death <laughs> mercifully <laughs> on top of a pack of uh asian folks taking pictures lots of them man i'm glad jerry's not here he might be getting excited at the thought of this <laughs> this glorious death he could have <laughs> his vr headset as he plummets to his death yeah, I just don't. I think that's gonna pass me by. That, the whole experience or that whole setup. I just don't. There's some things that it, you know, you have to come to terms with the fact that you're never gonna be a major league baseball player. Mm. I'm never gonna whack off with VR. That's it. I'm just that. That's fine with me. It's it's for the kids. Okay, escape route is crucial, just in case somebody is tailing us or even chasing us, as the case may be. We can't be sure how it is going to happen. Do you think we're going to be chased tonight? Is that a possibility? That's a good question. No, I don't think we're going to be chased. I'm just being hypocritical here. However, I will say... Well, please don't interrupt me, man, because I'm trying to stay focused on this stuff. You're responsible for the external situation tomorrow. Streets and the getaway. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Excuse me. The... Are the explosives really necessary here? I think it'd be a lot more simple if I just walk up to the door alone. I, I think that that would be... M- Why are you undermining me, man? How much bullets does this thing take? Bob, look, I'm paying man. attention. God damn it! You're not paying attention if you're messing around with the gun. Now, quit... I'm- Anthony, just keep the gun on the table. Keep. Look, I, I can't focus unless the gun is on the table. We just paid for it. Shut up, man. Shut up. I'm warning you now. Be quiet, please. It's true, Dignan. I paid for the gun. Say it again. Say it one more time. Say it again. Repeat what you just said. I paid for the gun. <sighs> He's out. You're out too. And I don't calm think I'm in either. Okay, no down. gang.
Like we can sh- within teams because the government gave us teams for free when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So we write documents, we write spreadsheets, PowerPoints, all that shit. And then the video audio, like I've had MS teams calls with some high, high ranking government officials and they're just there in their house. Just rip. listen to this, Jared. Oh. La dee da. Oh. Just talking about Do you all have free HBO together? Is that? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, we, we, you know, while we waited for you, we, we discussed your masturbatory habits. Mm-hmm. That's what we were talking about. Disgusting. As someone who participates in them, disgusting. We were comparing you to the orangutan that I saw at the zoo throwing shit at people. Hmm. I'm a little bit. little. I mean, it, it might. Actually, that may have been Teddy. We were Teddy, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah you're right. Teddy, it, he is kind of shifted. So, yeah, we start with you in the flashlight, mm. and then inevitably we get back to Teddy's shower shame. And. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess if you were a monkey, though, I don't know what would stop me. The fact that it's, <laughs> I guess, as close to socially acceptable as you can get, where it's like, look at the monkey whacking off again. Why, why would you stop? It's an ape. Stop? It's not a monkey. What was the difference, Hiro? Monkeys tail. don't whack off? They don't, it doesn't have a tail. But it still has a dick to whack off. Well, the, have you ever seen them? Like, a gorilla's dick is, like, the size of a man's pinky. Erect. Why so angry? Which would make it even more, make it even more furious. It's just trying to hold on, just trying to get a good, good grip. See, that's something that you don't want to fight. Hand. <laughs> that's a fair point, Jared. Mm-hmm. He's so enraged his whole life. I guess I wouldn't have to be afraid of rape with that. <laughs> just kill me instead. <sighs> you already talked about a rocket, Jared. Are you recording? I I, I live recording. I, I record every minute of every day. <laughs> Everybody knows your tricks, Deniston. Well, Everybody knows your exactly. shenanigans. I know you're uh, recording me at all hours. Exactly. If I could, if I could package it and sell it, he's probably got like a fucking uh, uh, like a microchip in that Oculus recording your your deviance. It's a uh, Truman Show, but much much worse, much worse. Turn it off. <laughs> Let him out. I would turn it <laughs> Just off. Just free him already. <laughs> All right. So, um, this week's pick is from Hyro. Wes no, Anderson's Bottle Rocket. Not. His first uh, full length film. This is a remake. Hyro, I know, well, you know this already. Of a short film. Yeah, like two years prior. Yeah, you've seen all of this uh, multiple times. And uh, I'll just admit to those that are following along, all 12 of you, um, we skipped the weekend of February 16th, where there was a, a genuine, hey, that actually came out in 1996, and I've seen it, Happy Gilmore. And we we all voted against this, saying, can't do it, can't make an episode of, about this. Uh, Jared, do you want to lead the charge on explaining why we're skipping a film that people have actually heard of for the <laughs> 1996 coverage we're doing? Well, for one, I doubt that there's too many people out there like, hey, they skipped a weekend. Nobody's going to... I don't think there's anybody out there that uh, pedantic, uh, especially not one of them. I don't know if I would hate or love them. <laughs> if they're like paying that close attention or would just get on my nerves if they just... Get on your nerves. I know you. Yeah, yeah. I say a default, oh. get on your nerves. <laughs> Secondly, we don't really do comedy movies uh that that was about to make that very claim with bottle rocket <laughs> i hated this movie <laughs> with every fucking you know so i watch my movies often like on the treadmill 
Mm-hmm. And if a movie's pretty good or a television show, like I, I've gone through the wire dial like six times because it's such an engaging show. It, it makes the time go by. It's even better if you have sports. Like if you're watching it during a basketball game, a baseball game, you forget that you're on the treadmill. You know, you just keep going and going. But when you come across trash like this, <laughs> it's a struggle. The legs start to cramp up. You know, the 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 the, the thighs, the calves start to hurt. The back. Bottle rocket was your flu game on the treadmill. <laughs> I fought. I fought hard to finish this. Such a eighty-five. It's only ninety minutes. 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. 85% of hipster douchebaggery. Jared, he just called you a hipster. Such, you a, about such a positive light for your Panamanian cousins. Uh... <laughs> She's from Paraguay. Paraguay. Disgusting creature. <laughs> Which thanks, uh, thanks uh, uh, Wes Anderson for playing the mariachi music. Ogle this lady. <laughs> People like to fight, Hiro. Our buddy Owen, or yeah, Owen Wilson, in there playing pool, <laughs> getting getting beat is one time. No, no, no. Owen is the, is Owen the one with the like really crooked nose or the kind of crooked nose? I always mix it up. Luke, Owen. <laughs> Owen, Owen is the blonde. Now this, I don't. Yeah, he's the one go. with the nose. I didn't even know. Does Luke Wilson have a crooked nose? Yes, it's got like that walrus dick nose. Oh my god! (laughs) Firing on all cylinders. (laughs) I feel like it's a good time to drop a clip right there and just let Hiro just let it sit. Uh, Yeah, Jared will not do these summaries. Jared, will you? Do you have IMDb up? No, but I can, if that's what you request. I want you to go back, throw back, and do a summer here, because this one you'll love. Oh, is this another Dave request that I'm not honoring? I doubt it, because it's 14 words. Awesome. (laughs) It's the summary of this movie. Let me see. You're asking this of a uh, a computer that's (laughs) about to lock up, trying to load up... Mm. (laughs) So you can't get on IMDb at all, but you can have a fucking holodeck. That's a phone. <laughs> it's very much updated compared to my laptop. <laughs> it's got like all the bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Hyro, when pornography dies on Jared's desktop, he just stops updating. Mm. If it no longer services him with nude women, he'll never update it. It's going to become like a typewriter for him. <laughs> I mean, it's literally one of the oldest websites on the internet that requires, like, zero throughput. I actually like this because it means Jared, in my version of the events, uh, keeps the phone in his sacred masturbatorium (laughs) and will not reach for the phone to click on the IMDb app. I've got this picture of Jared's, like, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey room, but it's all, like, digital enhancements of shit. himself. Yo, know, that would yeah. be one area where I would applaud you, Jared. A wall of mm. treat wall yourself. Of lotion. <laughs> Jared, why? Why ruin the fantasy we're making for your, your jerk off? Three friends habits? plan to pull off a simple robbery and go on the run. There you go. That's it. <laughs> that's And that's all they give you. That's literally all they give you. I would say it's a little misleading. Um Yes, they are. Eighty five percent is misleading, that's for sure. Alright, you can settle down over there. You'll you'll have your time. Um, 
it, it's misleading because the uh, I'm surprised that the summary is not leaning in with Dignan with the Owen Wilson character uh, because. Even their attempts to pull off a robbery, it's mainly one guy's fantasy, and I couldn't help but think of myself, in particular with Jared. I can't no. really blame Hyro because Hyro's already in this game, but me dragging poor Jared Luke Wilson along to this podcast venture <laughs> and saying where well, there's a five-year plan, and the way Luke Wilson plays it is much how Jared plays his part in this podcast with mostly indifference but he's Pervert. out of, of kindness for a friend <laughs> he keeps showing up but he doesn't believe in anything his buddy's saying he doesn't believe it's no. going where he thinks it's a waste of time uh, but he still shows up that's been the shows up for sober cinema that's been the entirety of us knowing each other I, I, <coughs> the entire oh, wait, you're wow. saying not just not just podcasting you're seeing every every experience how many times have you tried to talk me into whatever stupid crazy shit like i was thinking i was watching this movie i was like this is uh mike trying to convince me to be in the swat this is <laughs> in way what mike the told SWAT? us uh, mike watched swat with this. like ll cool j and then his scheme and his notion for this week or two is like jared we can do this we can, we can be in swat Whoa. together i kept on telling him no mike we can't we can't possibly be on the swat team together i thought you were gonna go with the uh jack fuckers because we watched Jackass, and we thought that the next step would be more offensive in the title and more extreme. And then I think we watched a little bit more Jackass, and we're like, hmm. No, actually, I, if you're giving me a choice between being on Jackass or SWAT, I think I would try to become a SWAT member as far as eating, uh, what, bull testicles or, or having a bull, like, I guess, bore me right in the ass. No, well, none for me. I, no, I tried SWAT. it out one weekend when I in our youth. This was back like when we were like eighteen, nineteen, twenty or something. Like, Wait, I did something. Tried out what? Jackass? Jack fuckers. Like I got in a garbage can oh. and rolled down the hill, and I was like, "Man, this sucks. This is <laughs> this is fucking terrible." I was. Wow. This is uh, revealing. This is <laughs> taking the next step beyond the beyond the uh, technological. Debauchery. It, it's amusing to me that that Jared tried that. Now, obviously, that's you, I guess you have a trash can on hand, and uh -huh. you don't have weapons or training uh, that you can just try out in your backyard. Although it is Kentucky, so maybe you do. Um, but that is, I guess, I don't know if that's a point for me, Jared. That <laughs> of the two options, you would try out jackfuckers over becoming <laughs> law enforcement <laughs> officer. I'd say one one bar is a little bit lower than the other. There's a lot, lot, a lot less work involved. You know, it's just a possible bodily harm or mm -hmm. you know, well, the you can, one takes training and you can roll down you know, a uh, garbage being drug free <laughs> you can, yeah that's that's a, that's another big hurdle but you know what <laughs> jared still got more respect on twitter for being a jack fucker than he <laughs> for being a police officer so not a real good he's maintained his twitter cred <laughs> mm -hmm. all right i'm gonna come out and say uh i really like ball rocket it may be my favorite wes anderson movie uh because he, uh, this is like before he got any clout. Although I was shocked to see that somehow he got $8 million to make this movie. I don't know where don't. that money went necessarily. <laughs> James Kahn? I don't, who, who, who? James Kahn and maybe some of the soundtrack? Some of the, yeah, okay, like the Proclaimers point. might have still yeah. been pulling in some money. You're right. He did I think have, there was a Stone song in there. He had his usual Wes Anderson soundtrack. That's a good point. He had the backing of James L. Brooks. Uh, Hiro, I'm sure you saw this and knew this was going to come up. 
Uh, Martin Scorsese named it one of his I saw this top shit. ten favorite movies of the nineties. He put it on I the, the all decade list, top ten. I Scorsese. This, I knew you were going to use this against him when I saw. I that. know. I, you know. I, was, I saw well, that. No, no, no. I I always say that as I, I'm a big fan of this movie, mm. and I was still shocked to see that because I was like, "This is a Scorsese joint." Bottom bottle rocket would be because you know Tarantino, Hiro. He has oddball picks when they ask him, like, what are your 10 favorites yeah. of the last decade? And you kind of expect it. Like, he talked about Unstoppable, the train movie, mm-hmm. being this, like, landmark film for Tony Scott. But that somehow doesn't surprise me when Tarantino Yeah, exactly. Scorsese, right. though, <laughs> this this surprised me quite a bit that he was into it. And not only that, but the comments that he said were something about, like, it showing the wide range of the emotion of, the, of, of people and shit mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, are... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is a dumb and dumber knockoff. What are we doing here? Yes. I would, yeah. I love that's dumb and dumber, though. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? This is hipster dumb and dumber. Like, it's very, and I hated it. I I, I had one note for this, Jared. (laughs) One note. Because I knew Hyrule was just going to bitch and moan. And so... (laughs) If Bottle Rocket uh, was an episode of Sober Cinema, and if I'm digging, dragging poor Jared along as, as Anthony Adams, the one who just got out of the psych ward, uh, because he didn't want to answer one more question about what skiing to his girlfriend, so he just like had himself uh, admitted. Not one more question. Hyro, the only note I have is Hyro the Bob <laughs> of Sober Cinema. <laughs> See, the, the third wheel... <laughs> that is combative uh he's not grateful to dignan for the opportunity and he's just the he's the uncool guy he's the grandpa of the group that's Bob nice mapplethorpe mapplethorpe is that his name i also yeah. uh he bought bad. the gun and he had the car well i mean yeah you're you know you're the one that has uh all these contacts high in the government and we're still going to come in here and shit on you for not liking Bottle Rocket. <laughs> like two orangutans just throwing it at me. <laughs> I also felt bad because I did look up. Uh, the actor's name was Robert Musgrave. So, he, I mean, he's clearly the third wheel because the Wilson brothers you know, went on to do bigger things. And other than maybe getting a little bit of help from his buddies, because it says uh, he is known for Idiocracy, Bottle Rocket, and Drillbit Taylor. All of those are mm-hmm. Wilson joints. Yeah. That hurts. But Drillbit Taylor in 2008 is his last credit. Oh. Lucky him. Hiro, <laughs> <laughs> so did you genuinely hate this, or are you just playing the part? No, I, I, I really did. Like, I'm not even kidding about the pain that I was suffering on the treadmill, too. My legs were like, my, I think I might have hyperextended my knee watching this thing because I was so frustrated. Okay, let's do that. I just don't like do dumb for dumb sake. Can you say three three nice things, legitimately nice things about Bottle Rocket? <laughs> Other than Three li- it made Marty happy, that can't be one of them. No, uh, I like, I like that I was able to vicariously live through James Khan and okay. his actions. You know, the first time you see him, he wants a dub water all over this dude's head, and then it's all you know spoilers for this trash movie. It's all a ruse for him to steal. He kind of just the- trolls the whole time. His master plan is trolling. Yeah. And he knows he's dealing with imbeciles. He works in even more trolling when he's under the ruse of being on their side. He gets to pick on the older brother, talk shit. Uh, he's having a good time. It's probably because he got paid $4 million, I assume, of the $8 million <laughs> budget to, to be in this thing. Maybe it was very meta for him that he felt like he was stealing 
from, from the Wilson brothers and Wes Anderson, knowing that this was going to be a financial disaster. This is, I mean, this is our, <clears throat> it's early, but this may be our biggest bomb that we're going to cover on this podcast financially. So he didn't even cover it. My next nice thing would be, I enjoy the first robbery because of this disdain of the, like nobody takes them seriously. The like main manager what's that on your nose. Like, why are you wearing that? Like, yeah, the main manager bucks up at him. Everybody keeps asking him questions. Like, nobody takes him seriously. He's like, even just, the guy in the uh, aisle where they're trying to find the other employee just kind of looks over. He's like, oh, okay, I guess this is happening now. Um, that actor's name, Stephen Dignan. There you go. So he's well. If if he's you, he's horrified that his namesake is the <laughs> the lead character in this. I think this is probably the best and most likable Owen Wilson's ever been. Because I think Ooh. he just plays a version of this, except a little bit clamped down. Uh, he just kind of just plays the like dumb blonde throughout the rest of his career. And I like the dumb blonde that's trying to do something, albeit very unsuccessfully. Although I like the dumb blonde who's uh, running roughshod in uh, Wedding Crashers. How about that? He falls in love, though. I don't know. That, that's a, that, to me, that is... Spending quality time with uh, Jared's uh, Diora Baird, I believe her name is. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a Rachel McAdams guy, Jared? Well, if you want I'm my... targeting the man. If you want my full attention, you don't mention large breasts on the podcast because I go straight to my phone. I don't uh, know. McAdams has a really a, a juicy butt. <laughs> our friend Corey loves McAdams, and that ruined it for me, so... Oh. I, I mean, this, you know... He's never actually been with her, I can assure you, Jared. It's, in his head. It's all good. <laughs> He's ruined her in I, his head. I don't head. know the rules of VR Does he have an Oculus? In fantasy. Shut up! That's only for me. <laughs> I don't know if you can see, you know, Ronald Demoline is now jerking off to <laughs> in the corner. You know, that's a good idea for the next app. I think that uh, Wilson, they, they cleaned him up and made him leading man dumb. And I like... A movie that says no, he's he's dumb. His friends gonna know he's dumb. He doesn't know he's dumb, and by the end of it, he's gonna be imprisoned for it. I don't. I just don't know <laughs> what other version of that that we get. And Wedding Crashers, poor Vince Vaughn takes all the abuse. Now he comes out a winner because he he finds his own nasty Hellcat, which I, <laughs> I applaud and appreciate. But he's the one. Uh, doesn't he get to he gets the the uh, uh, blindside hit doesn't he in football because Wilson oh yeah can't man up sack master I, we have got to maybe we can just do a bonus episode of wedding crashers i don't think i've ever done a podcast on wedding crashers and i love love that movie i but love that I, movie. I have such distaste for the shit that wilson puts him through because i would never do that to jared i might get jared <laughs> imprisoned i would never if we're playing a game of football there's no way i'd let jared just take that cheap shot because I'm making googly eyes at Rachel McAdams. It's it's offensive. To me. I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. <laughs> having a hard time believing this. Well, I'm not going to ruin the podcast. Not for McAdams. <laughs> Maybe for what, Isla Fisher. <laughs> a simple oh, shift no. of a woman that's already there. Uh, perhaps her though. <laughs> I I would love to be. On that podcast. Now, there's a movie. There, is that a good comedy that we could actually talk about? Because, you know, comedies yes, don't make good podcasts. it has podcasts. depth to it. It's an all-timer. An all-time that's classic. That's an all-timer. I, I agreed. Just the, the, the subtlety where the, the shooting the, the grub worm population or whatever that, that comment he gives to Bradley <laughs> Cooper. I laugh every single time. 
God, I detest Bradley Cooper in that too. I would not let Bradley do that. He's to amazing. You, Jared. How could you think that I would let that happen to you? <laughs> it just wouldn't stand. Jared once had a some kid threw a paper wad and hit Jared in the head, and I had to defend his honor. I just couldn't God, accept it. Been using this for fucking twenty five years. <laughs> but was but was Rachel McAdams on the under on the other end? Like, is it a choice of fighting this kid? <laughs> no, there, was, or there were no smashing Rachel McAdams. Believe me, in our class there were no distractions. Nope. Uh, it was totally tunnel no, vision. Mike's ex- escalation went from me getting hit with a paper wad to he threw his whole book at this kid's head. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta amp it up. I, <laughs> the little factoid for the story is that it was last week. <laughs> books at kids' heads. All right, Jared. Yes, sir. Um, bringing you in. All right. You, I think, are even more of a Wes Anderson fan than myself. Or at least every time we've talked about one... Uh, you've seen more favorable. I don't know if we've ever talked about Bottle Rocket. So, what did, what did you make of this one? Uh, light fair. Like, obviously, uh, this time of year, I'm not really uh, into a heavy movie, <laughs> given the anarchy and Armageddon that's going on outside. So, I, I enjoy just something light, something uh, funny. Hiro, I thought it was very funny, actually. I laughed quite a bit. I had to uh, pause it during the last 20 minutes during the uh, <laughs> robbery at the... Jared has this thing. He really <laughs> finds old, incompetent people who <laughs> probably should be in some sort of shelter. He finds them hilarious when they're out and about in the real world for some reason. Did you watch Bum Fights, Jared, oh, yeah. back in the day? I sure did. I see you laughing at that. Oh, it was hilarious. Jesus. Hey man, they they chose to be on that videotape. I you know they didn't force them to do it. Like all wobbly leg from the hunger, you know. <laughs> That's what the McDonald's I, is for. Whoever wins I the bump fight. <laughs> I've been in Hyro's position before, where especially when I've been a guest. Usually, if Dave, if I'm on a show with Dave and mm-hmm. he's picked some movie that I have no interest in, <laughs> it is just finding anything else to talk about other than the movie bump fights. Masturbating, orangutans, <laughs> wedding crashers, whatever. I'm dodging. I'm dancing, man. Uh, and I'm looking at the clock. This is again just like being on that treadmill. Like, oh my god, make it stop. How long do we have to do this? Like an accidental discharge of a firearm, a guy that has a heart attack, a smoke bomb. Like, I don't know. It just uh, it, it tickled me. I did enjoy him uh, talking to, I guess, the safe cracker. <laughs> who said just didn't, like didn't have it today and he's like you never did have it like, you never just... had it to begin with <laughs> finally finally breaking again uh it did make me think that you know there's there's a certain level so how are you're you're saying the only element of the film you like is that the the smartest guy in the room assembles this avenger squad of idiots <laughs> and then tr- turns them loose so he can take advantage of them i like the disdain that people have for them like they like i like when like James Khan has disdain for that. Like older brother. Oh, making fun of the like... jumpsuits. What the hell are you wearing? Yeah, it's a jumpsuit. Clay, look at this guy. He looks like a rodeo clown. <laughs> he looks like a little banana. Where are you from, anyway, man? I'm from around here. This guy used to mow our lawn. No shit. Yeah, he was great. Clipping the hedges, sweeping up, mowing the lawn. <laughs> What was the name of your little lawn mowing company? The Lawn Wranglers. <laughs> Let's go. 
Keep up the mowing, Kimasabi. It was, it's landscaping, not just mowing. Oh, man, don't listen to that guy. I don't know. Sometimes I, I mean, I'm not always as confident as I look. Did you see what he had on? Yeah. It's pretty cool. All right, well, wait a second. Jacob, wait a second. I knew you'd be back. Three conditions. One, you mastermind the plan. Two, Bob's on the team. Let's hear the third one. Gotta get me one of these jumpsuits. You like these? Yeah. Done. Deal. All right. You're doing the right thing, Anthony. Yeah, I know. All right, I'll see you later on. Need any help? No, I think I got it. The little okay. banana suit that he's wearing? They even, like, rip off the... Is this this come before Dumb and Dumber? Which one was first? Because the motorcycle... This is after Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, Dumb and Dumber's 94, I believe. So the, the, they ripped off the little motorcycle thing and all that? Like, hey, let's ride the little motorcycle... And they didn't even take it to the extent. Like, I thought no. maybe they were going to ride. You know, that was going to be their getaway vehicle. <laughs> was, <laughs> was that. And I'm assuming Hiro did not like the uh, uh, imperialism, the white colonization of the small town, this hotel. <laughs> Luke Wilson sees the first maid, doesn't speak his language at all, and uh and starts fringes on her work. Just like following hey, her around. That's, yeah. She's trying to clean other people's spaces. That's the uh, I think, problem. I think he's wearing a robe while he's doing it. Oh. And then the creepiest element, I didn't remember this part. And uh, I actually go back. Tell me it's the locket. The locket. When oh, he fuck. thinks it's a picture of her as a child. And he first he has to keep it then. I'm like, you want a picture of her when she's like a kid? Like, it's kind of creepy. And then somehow she's able to communicate to them that, no, that's her sister. She understands. Wait a minute. This guy is asking for a picture because he thinks it's me. He's like, oh, it's your sister. It looks just like you. Can I still keep it? And <laughs> I, I assume that's what Scorsese's talking about when he says it's one of the top ten of the 90s. That picture's going to end up stuck to the head of his wiener. I, I think that that fucking Bob took it. That's what I think. I think that's the damn high it's road. Like of the Bob's stealing my joy right now. <laughs> uh, just Yeah, that was creepy. Jared, defend that nonsense, that behavior. It's just, you know, light and whimsical. He wants to know her family. He's wanting to get to know her better, you know. If he wants to keep a picture of her family, that's... He's just a good guy. I uh, I understand that. I, you can't tell me uh, you've not kept pictures of <laughs> women uh, and their family. I mean, I do that all the time, so... <laughs> he, he scans the digital copy and <laughs> uploads it. Oh, take that. It's very frightening. <laughs> I've taken pictures of you, <laughs> He's got like that collage on his background oh, in thought... his uh, Fifty Shades of Grey dungeon. <laughs> you thought you were safe when you came to Kentucky a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it all glued to his ceiling so when he lays down. I can't fear, <laughs> 
Sorry. Moving his belly around. Move <laughs> <laughs> to the side to reach down. Hey. Find that gorilla dick. I'm not quite Josh Had oh. yet. <laughs> I, I was just uh, throwing shots here, all because mm. uh, Jared and Scorsese have the same taste. Same oh, exact taste. Don't worry, the Irishman will be waiting for you in all 270 minutes. I know minutes the Irishman is safe from you. You don't have the patience to make it through all six hours of that thing. <laughs> It'll take you a year to watch that. I think this is a... Uh, I think Kyra was on something with it being hipster, because... I don't think I don't remember this one connecting because I don't know how anyone would have seen it, but it's very inside baseball. The people who liked it were like, you know, superior filmmakers, the James L. Brooks and Scorsese apparently really pushed it. I strangely, I think the first time I remember hearing about it was it won the MTV movie awards. It won best new filmmaker. Really? I thought in hindsight, it's even stranger then. Cause then I was like, okay, yeah. New filmmaker. I've never heard of this. I guess so. So check it out. But clearly some industry connections were performed by Mr. Brooks because I, it's hard for me to see even the MTV generation of 1996 being like, Hey kids, you need to check out bottle rocket. Like it, it's weird to me because I don't know who the audience is for this particular movie, but Anderson somehow made this an entire career where he just got, he just leaned into the quirks even more and just managed to, uh, I guess in Hiro's eyes, just fail upwards into bigger budgets and working with bigger stars. That's what he did. Do you like any of Wes Anderson's movies? I do. I like Moonlight, uh, Moonrise Kingdom. That was pretty good. Um, I, 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 under, I, I dug Grand Budapest. Um, I have seen Ten of Bombs. I've seen Life Aquatic. I like I've how we've s- gone back to it. I've seen, but I'm Yeah. <laughs> I meant to watch Owl of Dogs, but it didn't happen. That award only Spent. lasted 10 years, actually. That's one of the few things I've looked up. I totally forgot that was a thing. Which one? The <laughs> the indicator for the Best New Filmmaker Awards. You know, MTV, that uh, prophetic award. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did put some actually some good names on there. They got Guy Ritchie, Spike Jones, Sofia Coppola, Christopher Nolan. Man, just a murderer's row there. Wes Anderson's Bottle Rocket. <laughs> a fantastic film, Hiro. Sure. <laughs> there was a uh, film out there with uh, Bill Paxton called uh, One False Move that also got it, because I remember that's the first time I saw it, and it was 92. It's got Billy Bob Thornton. It might have been written by Billy Bob Thornton, pre-Sling Blade. Have you ever seen that, Hiro? It's made by who? I think it was written by Billy Bob Thornton, but the director, I believe, was Carl Franklin. Okay. But, uh, no, I never heard of it. I think he went on to do Devil in a Blue Dress with Denzel, another like crime movie. Uh, that one you may like. That's a crime movie without the Dumb and Dumber ripoffs because <laughs> it came out before and also tonally is different. But it's basically about two uh, I can't, two criminals are on the run, and I think uh, like the state cops they're chasing them know where they're going, and they are contacting basically a small sheriff played by. Paxton. Uh, Arnold kind of had a movie like that, which is dramatically different. Uh, the action movie, uh, where it's like on the border. Do you remember that? It came out like five years ago. It's like when he first finished being governor, and right. it's got the yeah. Jack guy. It's the Jack... What's Jared's show called? Oh, Jack Fuckers. Jack, Harder? Jack Fuckers. Jack Fuckers. Jack Fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, except, you know, a small indie crime version of that, where Paxton is obviously not Arnold. Um, anyway, Bottle Rocket's really good. This is mm-hmm. the best film we've uh, talked about so far, and uh, I'm just sorry that uh, Bob 
Maplethorpe <laughs> here couldn't come along for the ride. You know how I judge these actors is when Noses, you go to the initially. Well, there's that, yes. <clears throat> but when you go to not IMDb, but you go to Wikipedia and you go on the cast and you see the names who have hyperlinks, right? So the Wilson brothers also obviously mm-hmm. have hyperlinks, but then like the rest of the ca- like Mr. Bob Maplethorpe has no hyperlink. So he's not uh, worth knowing. I mean, I investigated him, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is definitely like a uh, a platform for the Wilson brothers to go on to. It's actually kind of surprising to me because I would think that something like this, <clears throat> maybe the actors would go on to have successful careers, but Wes Anderson would have been like just toiling away at his quirky little nonsense. Uh, Anderson's career is far more surprising to me. And I say that as someone that likes Bottle Rocket, but I feel like if someone really hated Wes Anderson, this might be the one I could give them that they would actually like. So it's surprising to me that you have such a negative reaction to it because I feel like it's the least quirky mm. version of that world. Cause it's the only one that seems set in reality. Like James Conn is the harsh reality of all this. Nonsense. Yeah, but the, uh, That's the problem. I think it's it. it so in the, the other uh, Wes Anderson movies, right? You get, that ridiculous behavior, but within this fantastical world. Like all of them. Everyone's ridiculous. Everyone's participating in it. And here it's two morons Mm -hmm. that are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. They would fit in the Moonrise Kingdoms or the... They would be heroes there. Yes. Here they're losers. Yes. Absolute losers. And absolutely difficult to... To the end. (laughs) It's like watching Silver Cinema on screen. Thank you. What's up next? It's a great way to put it. (laughs) <laughs> that is sober cinema the movie <laughs> the scotch on the rocks please any scotch will do as long as it's not a blend of course uh, single malt Glenlivet, Glenfiddich perhaps maybe a Glengow any Glen I'm drunk on I'm thirsty I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. Don't threaten me. That's what she is. She is a housekeeper, right? People are housekeepers. You better watch it, Dignan. You don't Don't know what you're talking about right now. Her name's Inez. And my name's Dignan, man. So what? She didn't love you, man. Now where are you going? Where are you going? Why'd you do it, man? Dignan, I don't really think you know what I was going through back there. Please don't lay that on me now, man, because I'm not interested in hearing any of that. Did it ever occur to you that your old pal Dignan might enjoy a great stay at some mental hospital out in the middle of nowhere? Going running tonight, getting a tan with a bunch of beautiful girls? Did you ever think about that? 
What do you think Dignan was doing that whole time you were out there, man? I told you Dignan got fired out on his ass. But you never thought about that, did you? No. In the end, it's easier just to think about yourself than to think about Dignan. Okay. Dignan, come on. I thought I was supposed to be the one that was a little crazy, you know? Why, thank you. What is anyone, this? Uh, before, uh, before, like, we'll, we'll put some music here or whatever. Mm. Did anyone else agree with Dignan uh, when they get on the road, Bob... Pyro has stolen the car, <laughs> stolen his own car, stole his own from, car them, back. <laughs> from them. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, their, their car that Dignan has to steal breaks down. He's apologizing, which I've found amusing. He's apologizing for the stolen car being shitty to his, his boy, uh, Anthony. And he's like, all right, we'll just, you know, we'll get to the next town. You know, we'll figure it out from there. And that's when his friend reveals that he left pretty much all of their money, all of their uh, college bookstore heist money to the yes. maid. <laughs> Dignan was totally in the right to be furious there. Oh, yeah. I agree mm-hmm. with them there. I'm glad I did this little post-credit so I could get one <laughs> higher agreement with There's Dignan. the third positive. I never get a chance to get my third positive. Completely agree with him. I would should have stabbed him with the screwdriver Jeez. instead of... Uh, <laughs> well, there's the Scorsese coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Old man De Niro just coming out with his, like, very limp leg kick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, old man De Niro, that... What's Scorsese doing there? That's a bad choice. That's a bad choice. Get If you have the technology, put a young man's body That's and a superimpose the face. The Irishman is like... Scorsese was Dignan, and poor De Niro <laughs> was Anthony. Being, it's like, I don't know if this is going to work, dude. And Scorsese's like, Scorsese's like, no, no, we've got this computers that'll make you look young again <laughs> and everyone yeah. watches it <clears throat> film twitter killed me on the complete and utter pass they gave scorsese on this can you imagine if michael bay had done the same technology the amount of shit he would have taken for having de niro stumble around like a punch drunk <laughs> boxer trying to act like he's in his 20s like just ridiculous that people oh. just a total pass as, yeah. if, as if scorsese does he need to pick me up at this point has he not won enough in his life like he's good he doesn't. He doesn't need you to like hold his hand and say like his crayon drawing is is excellent and post it on the fridge. Right. Yeah. Yet again, I'm glad we we continue this. Hiro was like, yeah, that Scorsese. He does fucking suck. I'm honest, and so now you can see the veracity of my opinion and how how true I am to the truth. You just don't like fun. That I. We'll be honest, even right. when it's Marty. All right, Maplethorpe. You picked next week, so go ahead and announce it to our listeners. They're going to be riveted by this selection. Is this where I picked Mary Riley? Is yes, this what it that is. is. Oh. <laughs> uh, based on Julie Julia Roberts at her uh, homeliest, I guess, based on the imagery I, I put out there. It's was, amazing that she stays by this pick. This, that thin with a mouth that big. Like I don't get it. All right, enough of the, the VR talk. As he, like, reveals his cap to show his be- true beauty. That's right. I ain't scared. Look at that. He's Jack trashing Hooker the poor lady's the looks. I said she had a big mouth. That's it. No, uh, I'm not wrong, am I? No, I mean... <laughs> I think she is a eternal beauty, Jared. Oh. 
need glasses. <laughs> Dude, give Mike give you his glasses. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm somewhere in the middle of this. I'm not. I'm not. When we get into Mary Riley talk, I'm. I'm wondering if Hiro's going to be able to keep up with that that opinion because I, I think this is her at her uh, dowdiest. If that's a word, just you know. Um, but I don't know. My best friend's wedding. She's competitive yeah. with Cameron Diaz. Now they do something funny with Cameron Diaz's hair in that one. I think they kind of corked the bat a little bit, but oh yeah, semen in the hair that movie. Right? They also made her sing <laughs> that. Uh... Settle down. <laughs> it's like that's why we do these Wait, at ten a.m. Did he just put semen in there? Yeah, he, he went there. Yeah, he's, uh, he's getting ready. He's primed oh, and lubed and ready to go. Baby. I mean, the, really, the reason Jared does sober cinema podcasts is just to give himself time to get yeah, get it's like up, a delayed uh, gratification type of thing. Letting that PC warm up, <laughs> come down off the high. <laughs>